good morning. It's good to be with you on this uh, wonderful Monday morning. It's great to be in the home stretch of Advent. Uh, Christmas a week from today. It's Christmas, y'all. So if you haven't started shopping like me, you may be in trouble. So if you're expecting a gift for me this year, you, you may be getting socks. And that's all right. Socks are good. Who doesn't like a good pair of socks and a good stick of bubble gum? But um, so Christmas is almost here. Like I said, a week from today, we'll be there. Big week of preparation. Uh, I always like this week in the life of the church. We've had a real busy week last week. And this week, we're kind of catching our breath and getting ready for um, Christmas Eve services. And um, it's a wonderful week. So I'm excited about um, excited about all that is to come. Today's reading from our online tool we're using called The Common Rule is going to come from Mark chapter 13. We're reading Mark 13, 32 through 37. Mark 13, 32 to 37. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey. When he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each of his, each with his work, and he commands the doorkeeper to be on watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight, at cock crow or dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. All that I will say to you, I say to all, keep awake. <clears throat> One of the... um. constant refrains that Jesus tells us in scripture is this notion of watchfulness to keep awake, to watch, to look. Because if you'll, if you'll think about how many um, of Jesus' teachings or parables are about things that are either lost or hidden. Think about the the parables of the lost son in Luke or the, the pearl of great value hidden in a field. When a man finds it, he goes and sells all that he has to go and buy that field because he's found this pearl of great price. Um, there is this notion of watchfulness that we need to keep. This passage here, it's one that we've, um, that frankly, I've quoted a million times. Honestly, verse 32 is a passage that I really lean on um, when it comes to things about the second coming. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels nor heaven nor the son, but only the father. That's a verse that I've um, used to caution folks. Or get too wrapped up or too um too kind of focused upon the second coming. Uh, it's very easy for us to, you know, to want to try to read all the signs to understand everything. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot in scripture that talks about the second coming and when that will happen. And uh, we all want to know. Um, a lot of books have been written about that throughout church history, not just modern in the modern times, but going back to the medieval times as well. Um, but Jesus cautions us, says, no, no one's going to know. No, no one's going to know but the Father. Um, so since we don't know, that means keep watch. That means keep watch. And that means that we as Christians should always be on watch. And I think being on watch means a lot of things. I, I think it means being on watch for his return. Um, we should live in expectation of his soon return. Last words in Revelation is Maranatha, come quickly, Lord. To be on watch for his soon returns means this: that as Christians, we should not be too comfortable here in this world. Um, it's very easy for us to um, 
get comfortable here. It's very easy for us to get immersed into the cultures we find ourselves and into the, the comfort of the places we find ourselves. It's very easy for us to want to spend our our lives focusing upon earthly comfort instead of heavenly rewards. So let's let's be careful as Christians not to get too immersed into our earthly home because the scripture tells us we are strangers and aliens in this world we live in. We're just pilgrims passing through for this world's not our home. As Jesus tells Pilate, his kingdom is not of this world. So we need to be a watch for his return because we don't know when it's going to be. And we need to guard our hearts against being too comfortable in this world. So I think keeping watch, keep awake, encourages us to keep watch, to be looking for his return. But I, I think this phrase also means more than that. I think we're called to keep awake in our daily lives because we don't just look for Jesus coming at the end of the age, which we do look for, but we look for Jesus coming to us each day. As he tells us in Matthew 25, as you've done to the least of these, so have you done unto me. So we need to keep watch in our own lives, keep awake in our own lives to see where Jesus comes to us, not just in the end of the age, but daily. What voices Jesus will speak to us through. Of course, we know that he will speak to us through scripture. Of course, we know that. We also know that Jesus will speak to us through worship, through preaching, through teaching, but through so many people. He'll speak to us through our children, through our parents, through our co-workers. He will speak to us through people who don't even know him. Think of how many times in the Old Testament, particularly, but not just in the Old Testament, in the New as well, when Jesus spoke to those who didn't know him because he's Lord of all, King of kings and Lord of lords. So we need to keep our eyes focused on what he may say to us daily. So yes, we keep watch. For his return one day, we also keep watch for how he's going to speak to us through our daily lives. But I think we need to also keep watching our own souls. Keep watch over where temptation may come. Keep watch to the places where fear may creep in. Keep watch to the places the devil may know. We have a weak spot and speak to us or try to speak to us, try to get to us, if you will. Yes, we keep watch for the Lord and for his eventual return and for his daily coming to us. But I think we need to also keep watching our own lives for the blind spots, the places where we have a weakness that the devil may exploit. And I think that's where the keeping awake is so important. Because you can't watch if you're not awake. We need to awaken our souls to the ongoing presence of the Holy Spirit. Because I think when we're walking daily with the Lord, I think when we're praying daily, when we're reading scripture daily, when we're, we're opening up our hearts daily to the Lord, I, I think I think that will definitely help with the first two, because then we're going to, if we're keeping awake daily with the Holy Spirit, we're going to understand this world's not our home. And if we're keeping awake daily to the working of the Holy Spirit, we're going to, we're going to be uh, looking 
for the ways we can serve and looking for the ways that we can hear Jesus. But I think it's also that piece of keeping awake and allowing the Spirit access to our life where we can, where the Spirit can suss out the weak spots, suss out the places where we're not strong, suss out the places where we need His grace. I was having a conversation this weekend with uh, someone, and they asked me a question. I said, why do you, why do you wear that collar? And uh, I said, I have several reasons. One is I like a uniform. <laughs> you know, I grew up, I, I'm a believer in uniforms. Um, I, like, I like putting on work clothes. Uh, for me, it's a good practice every day to put on my collar when I go to work because it signifies that I'm leaving home and going to work. Work is a good thing. So that's one reason why. But the real reason is it's a spiritual practice. When I first started preaching, I didn't have any confidence, zero confidence. I didn't I didn't think I was particularly good at what I did. Um, and I wore my collar as a reminder each day um, that it wasn't Andy who did it. But it was the Lord who did it through me. So it's not my ministry, it's his ministry. So my job really is to get out of the way, let the spirit move. Now, after 24 years of being under appointment at the United Methodist Church, I've done a lot and seen a lot, been through a lot. And I still struggle with lack of confidence a lot, but I also struggle with, hey, I've seen it all, I've done it all. I, I know what's happening. I've, I've, I've done this before, you know. And so I need a daily reminder as well that it's not about me. That's not about me. But I do this through the power of Jesus. And I'll give him credit for any victories and I'll take the blame for any faults. I put on this collar daily to remind me to allow the Spirit to have access through my ministry and through my life to search me and try me and speak to me and call me to repentance. Call me out of sin. Call me to faithfulness. Keep watch today, friends. Keep watch. Be on watch for the Lord's return. Hope it's the day. Hope he comes before you even have a chance to watch this. Keep on watch how he comes to us daily through individuals and through other things. But keep on watch for the places in our life where the devil wants to attack us where the Spirit can strengthen us. Keep watch today, particularly as we get to Christmas. Keep watch. Hey, thanks for being with us, y'all. It's always a joy to be with you in Scripture. Hope you have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. <laughs>